When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Join Josh and Chuck, the guys who bring you Stuff You Should Know, as they take a trip around the world to help you get smarter in a topsy-turvy economy. Check out the all-new Super Stuff Guide to the Economy from HowStuffWorks.com, available now exclusively on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Welcome back to High Speed Stuff. I'm Ben over here, and to my right, of course, is our auto expert, Scott. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you, Ben. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, man, I, I hope it doesn't seem routine to you. I, I kind of want to ask some questions about cars. Of course, that's why I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, bring it. Oh, cool, because then it would have been awkward. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, now like this isn't awkward right now, right? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just kidding. So even though we know we've mastered the art of the segue. Oh, yes. Yeah, let me let me just lay all the cards on the table with mm-hmm. you, man. Um, you know, I've been in a quest to buy a car for a while. You know, I went from a hatchback to a Monte Carlo, and the Monte Carlo's cool. But I was wondering... When people buy cars, what what are what are they buying? You know, we've always talked before about how you'll you'll constantly see Honda Civics everywhere or something mm-hmm. like that. And so, what I wanted to ask you today was what what are the best selling vehicles well, just in the states? Well, there's there's no doubt about it that you see a lot of let's see how can I put this. I guess you'll see a lot of certain types of vehicles, like you said, the Honda Civic. You pull up to a stoplight, and there's a good chance you're going to see three or four of them uh, <laughs> at, one of the, at one of the corners. That's true for a lot of different types of vehicles. If you really pay attention, you'll see a lot of, um, you know, there was a time when you'd see a lot of Ford Explorers at the, uh, at the intersection. You'd mm-hmm. see, you know, mm-hmm. the SUVs were popular, so you, know, you might see a lot of uh, Yukon vehicles or something like that. Right. You go through these trends where you see a lot of certain types of vehicles at certain times, and uh, in certain times and points in history, rather, just because of what's popular at the time or what, you know, people are, are – 
buying right at that moment. Oh, so see. right now, the trend is kind of going towards uh, fuel efficiency. So you're seeing a lot of uh, smaller sedans, a lot of hatchbacks, a lot of uh, not micro cars, but you know, small compact cars like the smart car. You know, very very small cars. So you're seeing a move away then, perhaps from the SUVs. Yeah, there's kind of a move away from that. You know, they're still out there. You still see a lot of pickup trucks because they do serve a purpose. Uh, right. A lot of people still need to have a pickup truck. A lot of people still need to have a van. Um, you know, whether it's for carrying a fam, you know, large family, or if it's you know work, mm-hmm. um, you know, just or just you know recreation purposes. You may need to pull a boat. Uh, you may need to um, use it for construction. Sure. Uh, there's just a lot of different reasons that people drive the different vehicles that they do. What you're saying really intrigues me because you know. In a nutshell, you just listed a, a couple of concerns that, that I would have had. You know, the world's best small economy car is never going to be good enough to carry 15 people. Yeah, that's right. Right? Mm-hmm. The world's most energy efficient, very powerful vehicle is never going to have the fuel economy of a smaller one, right? Sure. So I guess what we're really trying to do then when we talk about the, the most popular, the best selling is taking those numbers and and I guess it allows us to project what you were saying that trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that by looking at um, you know sales numbers from the year, and mm-hmm. we're in the early part of two thousand nine now. Right. Uh, so the way that sales numbers work, they work you know they work monthly really, or quarterly, and then yearly. And you can look back you know at the beginning part of two thousand nine, we can look back at two thousand eight and find out what the best sellers were of two thousand eight. And you could you could break that down into hybrid vehicles. You could break that down into uh, strictly SUVs if you wanted to. You could break it down into compact cars, mm-hmm. uh, just overall vehicles, uh, pickup trucks, whatever. However you want to do right. that. Vehicles by price level or something. Yeah, like that's that. right. There's a million different ways you can run the numbers, and uh, um, you know, again, you have to wait until the year is complete in order to get the sales numbers and figure out where they stack up. But yeah, that's the one way you can do it. Well, I see that you've got a list there, my friend. I do. You do? Okay. Do. Well. Yeah. What 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 do you think of this list? Should we is that a is that a top ten list? It is a top ten list. Top ten best selling vehicles of two thousand eight. Um, okay, and there are a couple of surprises on here. Really? really? Yeah, actually, the, you know, you'll be surprised. We, you know, we mentioned that um, you know the, uh, the more fuel efficient vehicles are, mm-hmm. are becoming more and more popular. And here's kind of an oddity: is that the the first two vehicles on this list are trucks, big trucks. You mean the first two is in the top sellers or in nine and ten? Top sellers. Top now, sellers. Now that may not be a surprise to some people because sure. um, the top selling vehicle in two thousand eight uh-huh. was the Ford F Series pickup truck. It's a tremendously and popular. It, it is, and vehicle. it has been for. I'm just going to ballpark this number: thirty plus years. Right. Number yeah. one. Yeah. It always hits that number. I mean, it's always number one. Um, they sell a pile of trucks at Ford. I mean, they just every year. Mm. Unbelievable amount. Sometimes more than um, they'll sell more trucks than other companies even sell vehicles total. Um, they sell a lot of vehicles, a lot of Ford pickup trucks, I should say. That's F-series. surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the second vehicle on the list is the Chevy Silverado, and again, that one. I mean, if you're talking fuel economy, mm-hmm. the Ford F Series. And I looked these numbers up on, um, I think it was FuelEconomy.gov. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's where I looked it up. I don't have the, the note written down, but I think the low end, you know, nine was right around okay. median for city, and twenty was the uh, the highway maximum for that uh, Ford F Series pickup. So between nine and twenty miles per hour, uh, miles per gallon, rather. Um, the Silverado's numbers are eleven and twenty. Oh, so Silverado's actually. I <laughs> yeah. see where you're going. Two miles, with this. two yeah. miles better in the city, but still, I mean, you're talking 
nine miles per gallon, eleven miles per gallon mm-hmm. in the city. That's not uh, it's not terribly efficient. Not what you would expect last year because of you know kind of what's been going on. Right. Um, yeah. Now, after you get past the first two vehicles, uh, the the rest of the list kind of makes sense. There is a couple. There's one more oddball in here that you know we'll we'll kind of. Uh, point out but um mm-hmm. it it goes down the list uh toyota camry is number three the hybrid v the hybrid version of the camry uh gets 31 and 43 which is pretty good yeah the solera version of the of the camry gets 18 and 31 which is still pretty good as well mm-hmm. uh then there's a honda accord which is you know 17 city 31 highway mm-hmm. uh toyota corolla then there's the honda civic the Nissan Altima, then the Chevy Impala, and here's another truck way at the very end, the Dodge Ram. Uh, Dodge, Ram. Dodge Ram is you know right around the nine nine miles in the city, nineteen on the highway. That's uh, you know these are again these are just rounded numbers estimates. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the very last vehicle on our list, the top ten, is the Honda CRV. Now the the very last vehicle on our list, that's a small SUV. Yeah. Um, the very last vehicle on our list, we're still talking about almost two hundred thousand units sold okay. so this list goes from you know the um the ford series pickups that sold you know more than five hundred thousand um to two hundred thousand at the very bottom of the list so we're talking pretty big numbers yeah big yeah. sales numbers for all these cars um there are three trucks three trucks on the list mm-hmm. uh there's six sedans and there's one small suv which is the crv hmm. so it's kind of an interesting list an interesting mix and you know it's it's like I said, it's really odd that these trucks are at the top of the list for 2008. Yeah, um, especially considering the uh, the gas supply scare. Yeah, that's right. But maybe there's one one thing that I read that will maybe clarify that a little bit is that the trucks also happen to be the vehicles that have fallen the most in sales uh, last year. So even though they were falling and falling at you know an ex- extremely fast rate, uh-huh. they still were able to to kind of eke out the number one and two spots. I don't I wouldn't say eke out even because they yeah. they really do sell a lot of vehicles. Uh, but they they were able to to still keep the number one and two spot. The mm. last truck on the list, the uh, the Dodge Ram that came in on uh, position number nine, mm-hmm. that vehicle fell. Uh, that actually has the the greatest drop in this list, and it fell thirty one percent in sales last year oh. uh, from the same time period in two thousand seven. Uh, mm. You know the other two were falling somewhere in the neighborhood of like twenty five percent. Well, I mean, that's um, still bad news all around. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, for a vehicle to fall 31% from the year, the previous year just for one vehicle sales, um, it was able to make it on the list, but uh, I have a feeling that next year it might not be there. You know what? Speaking of next year, Scott, I'm going to ask you to do something that, that I, know, I know you hate doing it. So it's cool if you want to say no. Okay. Could you speculate on what possible trends could occur with vehicle sales in 2009? Hmm. Okay, and I mean, I mean, as ballpark as possible. I mean, I really think I think hybrid sales are going to, uh, well, of course they're they're high already, mm-hmm. but I think hybrid sales are going to go right through the roof. Uh, people are just looking for fuel economy now, so the smaller, lighter vehicles, the ones that you know prove most fuel efficient, are going to climb on this list, and the ones that you know have the the, uh, I guess the, the more poor numbers, uh, mm-hmm. fuel economy numbers are going to drop, and we're seeing that already. Um, it's just this list doesn't quite reflect it yet because of the, the numbers we're talking about right um you know again the the f-series pickup would have had to have sold three hundred thousand less to be done at number 10 mm-hmm. and uh that's more than half of the the total sales There's, i don't think it would happen 
Uh, mm-hmm. So it may it might still make it onto the list next year, but it may not be number one, which would be kind of a shock to the, you know the people there. I think first time in decades. First time as in you decades. Said. Yeah, that's right. There may have been one time where you know it slipped and then came back. I don't know if it's consecutive or mm-hmm. not, but um, again, it's like thirty plus years that it's been up there at the number one position. Okay, so it's it's not unreasonable to suppose that there would be a dramatic increase in hybrids, right? I think so. And okay. maybe not only hybrids, but just efficient um, internal combustion vehicles, you know, internal combustion only vehicles, right. not, not hybrid vehicles that are also electric. Um, but I think that anything that, that uh, you know, really gets the fuel economy numbers is going to shoot up. Um, you know, this this year, there's mm-hmm. one vehicle on this list that showed, uh, you know, that had an increase. Oh, an actual, okay. Yeah, it had a 2.1% increase over the same time period, at, you know, 2007. That was the Honda Civic. Um, oh, man. Common vehicle. You see it a lot. And, I'm uh, so you know, good. So, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, you did, that. You did know. You, you had to point it out no up front. Idea. So, um, yeah, I think you're going to see more cars like that, uh, yeah. you know, going to the top of this list. Okay. Well, it seems like you pretty much broken that down with the with the numbers and everything i think so yeah you i mean it, i try to be as clear as i can with the uh the fuel economy and stuff like that but really what you need to do is you need to just look that information up yourself and, and determine if that's you know the mm. the right vehicle for you when you're before when you're you looking. make a purchase yeah that's right that's very important you know don't yeah. don't just go with your gut on this one really i mean take a you know investigate take your right. time to study do not believe the commercials yeah that's right, right. <laughs> yeah to some extent you can but uh yeah you, you need to investigate it yourself and really really look at the mm. numbers well, Scott, I guess before we head out and uh, declare victory on, on this topic, I want to ask you, which of these 10, if you bought a car out of this list, w- would you buy and oh. why? Oh, boy. I I currently own a Honda Civic. Mm, okay. It's an older one, 2005, but um, I'm impressed with it, and I think I would, I'd stick with it. Mm. How about you? You know, it's so strange I feel like a follower now. I did not know that the F series was always number one, but I, I've wanted one for a while. So it would just be uh, a pickup truck would just be useful for my purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, there's a reputation of durability there. Sure, yeah, there is. I, I would I would love to have a used Ford pickup truck. I don't I couldn't afford a brand new one. But I would absolutely love to have, you know, a 15, even 20-year-old Ford pickup truck. I think it would be great. I yeah. mean, it's just extremely useful, mm-hmm. very practical. Um, I, I I would love to have one around. And I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, it's it's not on the list, but we've talked before about older cars, you know, mm-hmm. well-maintained vintage cars yeah, and stuff. I mean, yeah, you get to a point where mileage doesn't really matter. You know, it's, it's what you want to drive. Way, man, I would be so good to... Uh, like late fifties pickup truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't it wouldn't matter how many uh, gallons per mile that you're getting in that car uh, yeah. <laughs> versus miles per gallon, I'm, but uh, you'd mm-hmm. have the uh, the style that you want, and you know it would be a lot of fun. I know. I'm so excited. Did you hear me talking to you like it was a puppy? <laughs> you <laughs> got right. to decide <laughs> whether I got it. <laughs> Oh, should we talk about the blog? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we have a blog now, and um, I update it daily. And uh, hopefully I'm staying on top of the automotive news. And it's a chance for readers to give us, or listeners rather, to give us a little bit of feedback. And, uh, well, readers as well read the blog. So, um, yeah, and then on Fridays also we kind of recap what we've talked about during the podcast. So it's it's a good place to, uh, to talk to us. And to all our listeners out there, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about anything auto-related, please stop by our website. And if you have any suggestions or comments for a future episode, 
please uh, send Scott and I an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.